When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another edition of the Coast to Coast podcast. I am your co-host, as always, Beyond 716. In case you're wondering, our man, the myth, the legend, Whittle, a little under the weather tonight, but Whittle will be in the comments section. He is going to be uh, in our chat, so great job as always. And we are here for episode 25. Let's call it our silver anniversary show. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, so... Uh, just want to thank everyone that continues to uh, join us. And, and we are joined by T. Still. T, how are you? Thanks for coming uh, on. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. How uh, are you doing? Good. It's our honor to have you here. And I, I much you. appreciate it. So, 
Yeah, we, we're calling episode 25 Frenemies Face Off. And you know, anybody out there listening on YouTube, like and subscribe. We we really appreciate that and all the comments. And we care about every one of you. So keep those coming. And so, I mean, what a what a week, right? I mean, <sighs> what a week. I mean, let's start with we expect the game on Sunday, right? We're getting yeah. ready, you know, one o'clock. We're like, okay, we're gearing up for the Steelers. And Mother Nature had another idea for us. I mean, like all the stuff that happened, you know, coming up to this game, even with, you know, the KC game, it being cold. And in our game, you know, because I live in Buffalo and the weather just switched like that. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to have this game here. Like, you know, we heard things that it might be switched somewhere. I just heard that it was supposed to go to Atlanta. Um, maybe no fans in the in the stadium. Like, it was a bunch of stuff being said, you know. And then they finally made a decision to move it to Monday, which a lot of people were kind of upset about it. But, you know, for me, like I said, I live in Buffalo. I totally understood it because of what happened a year ago. You want everybody to be safe going to the game, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But um, yes. it was crazy, right? I mean, you you know, you living up there. I mean, you know, my father lived there for over thirty something years. I, I don't I have a grasp on the weather like you do, but we all know how Lake Effect snow works, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of outsiders don't understand it. We saw some of the reactions on Twitter. We said, "Oh, it's you know not doing that much in downtown Buffalo, but you know the South Towns, where Richard Park is, it, it could be a, to- a totally different." dynamic and that's right. exactly what we saw so i they made the right call i think the governor made the right call yeah it, it was best to keep because you got to keep the fans safe absolutely so you, you and the way it was the, the, the stadium out there even though they tried to clean it up as best they could I mean, it still was a lot of people at the stadium yes in, incredible i mean <laughs> it, it, would you expect anything less from our fan base right no no turn out in droves i mean no. we've had a lot of experience especially recently i mean we had the game against the Jets where it got moved to Detroit. Mm-hmm. We had the, you know, we had fans taking players in, in snowmobiles to the game, yeah. to the airport. I mean, that's what City Good Neighbors does, right? right. Yeah, I mean, that's what Buffalo's been all about, and I think the best of it showed into the game on Monday. Yeah. And, you know, and you start wondering, you know, is this going to be a distraction? Is this going to, you know, affect the Bills on the field? But, you know, as we kind of segue into the Steelers, kind of go over the Pittsburgh game. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a great start, right? We came right out of the gate, prepared, ready to go. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just. It, I like it, the fact that Josh started like he was enough. Like you said, he was in the flow. Like I on my other podcast, I said, I need the Buffalo Bills to start out fast. I think I need for them to get a lead because sometimes that one, two, three out for Josh, he doesn't get into that rhythm. And I just needed them to just jump on the the the, the um, Steelers fast you know so they don't have to, they don't have a chance to even think they're going to win this game i needed them to start off fast absolutely and you know we've seen these patterns from Josh Allen in the playoffs especially at home mm-hmm. i mean the pass to Kincaid was just it was scintillating for me i Beautiful. mean it was just elite quarterbacking play the vision the way he you know he shakes off you know uses the safeties moves them over Boom, mm-hmm. get, he gets, puts that pass right in there. Just beautiful stuff to start the game. But, you know, it's funny. Uh, as we're watching the game, I said, you know, as great as we look, we know how the Bills could be at times, right? At, yeah. Right? And we have these little lulls in our game. And some, some of we credit that to the Steelers, right? But mm-hmm. you just felt it's the playoffs. You can't leave any stone unturned. 
So did you think at any time in that game that the Bills didn't have control? Uh, not particularly. I mean, there are some moments of trepidation that we had, especially when Pittsburgh cut it to seven. Mm-hmm. But I had, I had full faith in our offense, you know, getting the job done. I mean, when you know, we had 21 points at halftime, I was thinking, you know, we get 10 points, we should be enough, even if Pittsburgh has a little bit of a surge, you know, because we did have a lot of injuries, which we're going to get into. Right, right. That was leading to me thinking, hmm, you know, they may be able to exploit things in our defense, you know, with Dory Williams in there, not as good in coverage. You know, AJ Klein, what basically was uh, going to take his family <laughs> to Key West in, a, in an RV, yeah. right? And, and he gets a phone call. <laughs> Says for Band the says, Hey AJ, why don't you suit up this week? Hey you know, buddy, what yeah, you, you know, doing? <laughs> and what you, you know, and what are you doing for the rest of the playoffs, maybe? I mean, right. I'm sure he, he didn't think he'd be throwing himself into a, a, a big playoff run, but but that's good, that's good old OJ. I mean, OJ, um, AJ yeah. fine. Yes, Just, you know, like if when you need like you crack it when it's emergency, mm-hmm. <laughs> break in yeah. case of emergency. <laughs> it's emergency. Like, break, he's break AJ Glass, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, he played a really good game. So, mm-hmm. you know, we needed Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. And, you know, some of the things I liked in this game, obviously we talked about, I mean, Josh Allen's run. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you put that in? That's going to be oh one of the. Oh, my God. You know, I think about Taron Johnson's interception. I think about certain plays, right? Like Josh Allen's 52-yard touchdown run for me is going to be one of those plays in Buffalo sports lore that's going to remember for a long time. It's definitely got to be up there. I mean, Josh has done some amazing things like the new year, the new New England game, right? When it was a perfect, perfect game. Mm -hmm. That's like maybe up there too, but the fact the 50, he ran 52 yards. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he does some amazing things over and over. And it wasn't a fake slide, folks. Come on, right? Stop. I mean, I'm sick of that talk. It was a he juked in the he way he juked him. <laughs> yeah, you and I both know we watch Josh every start. Oh, right? yeah. So we, yeah, 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 we know what he does. Outsiders may think, oh, he fake slide. No, he didn't no. fake slide it. So. We've seen the fake, we've seen the slide that he did in the game. Yes, absolutely. so that was the slide he put the one leg out. That wasn't a he wasn't even trying to go down, he was just doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how did I think wasn't it Tony Romo who said? Said it on the broadcast. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So uh, that, that I mean, that was just electric. Um, some other things I took away. I mean, you know, the, just the continued maturation of this offense, right? Yes. Where sometimes it's not, it's it's not the the prettiest thing in the world, right? It's not the quote sexy plays, right? Mm-hmm. But James Cook, eighteen carries, seventy nine yards. These are the kind of performances we were lacking in twenty twenty one. Yes, in twenty twenty, right? You, you know, we didn't have the ability to sustain. The run like that, Ty Johnson mixing it up in there a little bit too. That's what's gonna lead us to where we want to get to, and we're gonna need that even more this week, which we'll get into later. But I, I was very happy, especially against a, a pretty. Granted, we know T.J. Watt was out, and we knew mm-hmm. how it was gonna affect the Steelers. They still have some good playmakers up front, and right. some big fellas up there to know what they're doing. So it was just good to see them stick to that, not panic when the game was, I want again, I, I agree with you. I, you didn't feel that I was unraveling at any point. I didn't right? feel that it was unraveling. I just felt like some missed opportunities happen out there where those missed opportunities, it can um, allow Pittsburgh to take advantage of certain things that like the one, mm-hmm. two, three out when the, when we got the ball back um, during mm-hmm. halftime, we got the ball back and we like one, two, three out. There's a missed opportunity right there. Um, uh, one of my takeaways, the fact is that 
I know we all have our own Gabe Davis, mm-hmm. you know, situation and he might not be on the team next year. And we mm-hmm. kind of see what it's going to look like without Gabe. Yeah. Um, and we don't even know if Gabe's going to play in this, this upcoming game. Um, sure. But the way, the way the offense runs when Gabe's not in Shakir is, is becoming a threat and mm-hmm. he looks good. And I, I'm glad that he's getting more opportunities now. Absolutely. He was very patient, you know, there yeah. were, and I'm sure for him it was a little frustrating at times, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're expecting him a little bit more at him this year, but over the last like eight weeks, I mean, he's been excellent and really yeah. becoming you know, that number two option in the receiving core that we needed. Right. And, you know, Dalton Kincaid still doing his thing. It was nice to see Dawson Knox get a touchdown. Oh, absolutely. That that was a good thing. It's just a little reminder that, hey, he's still there. And, he, you know, he may not give us what he used to in the passing game, but just that mm-hmm. threat that it, it's possible, especially in the red zone. But he's, so ball, he's passing the ball around more. He's spreading mm-hmm. the ball around more. There's yep. no just digs, concentrate on digs. There's Shakir mm-hmm. you have to concentrate on. There's Cook that you have to, you know, plan for now. Um, there is Kincaid. There's Dawson Knox. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these are guys that now you have to, you know, know that they're on this offense and um, yep. design plays for, for them. Yep. And the and, defense and, have to yeah. respect that. Whittle did mention Dawson had another big drop again. And yes, that has to be mentioned. He <laughs> you know, and he's right. I, I'm not going to disagree with him. I yes. see him there in the chat. So yes. uh, definitely something that, you know, we can't afford that as we go forward. So that that, that was, you know, I, I agree with you. It was nice to see. It, it's, it feels more of like a team, a team performance. Even mm-hmm. Deontay Hardy with a nice one. Yes. You know, catch for 34 yards, just the little things, you know, and that's what I think this team really needs to be about going forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Diggs, it, it, the last couple of weeks, you feel like the old Diggs is starting to creep in. I mean, they're not, yes. you know, they're they're not throwing too deep down the field with him, but just, just getting him involved. And and it just, I think it helps create other opportunities for some of the other players on our offense. So. I mean, but if he would have, like, there was two plays that um, if Diggs would have caught him, mm-hmm. like he's missing on that long ball just like, I know the one he missed like maybe four to five yards mm-hmm. and he's just missing the long ball with Diggs. But if they get that, it's mm-hmm. over. Like if, yeah. if Josh and Diggs connect in those long balls, it is mm-hmm. over because he Absolutely. had like two that he dropped or missed rather. Absolutely. Um, and just some takeaways on the defense. Um, I would say you were mentioning earlier, did you have any thoughts during this game? That you know we were not in control. I, I would mm-hmm. say the saddest part was Terrell Bernard. I mean that was scary, oh, right? When you see God. the towel over his head, you start thinking about Trey White. You start thinking about Von Miller. We've all been there, right? T. You know, you know, yes. sad. Well, we've lost some major players on our defense, and and, and they're just dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah, and it's just you know? like, are you kidding me? I said, you know, we 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 put together this this great run. We've won five in a you know we've now won six in a row. Mm-hmm. And then we see, you know, guys like, you know, we really without Tyrell Dotson, then Terrell Bernard's out. Christian right. Benford has an injury. Uh, Taron Johnson, once again, in concussion protocol. So I didn't so, even so, see Terrence go down. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and watched it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And, and you know, let's listen. You know, this this man has taken some heat this year and rightfully so at times. But mm-hmm. Let's give Sean McDermott a lot of credit here. Oh, no. The, sure. the way he's pieced together this defense with all the moving parts, especially in game that we had this week. I mean, Rasul Douglas, of course, was out, and it, that may have turned out to be a, a good thing, T. That we 
rested him this game. It, yeah. It's risky in the playoffs because you're saying, hey, we'll wait till next week. But you know, it's not guaranteed. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. It could have right, been, right. been us. You know, especially with but then we found good. out that he probably could have played. So, yeah. I mean, yes, I guess. So excellent know. news going into this week. I would fully, I fully expect him to be there. Mm-hmm. I, I expect Tyrell Dotson to be there, but we're going to get into the who yeah, we yeah. think is going to be there, not there next week. So, um, other other takeaways on defense. Um, I saw Jason early asked about Von Miller, um, mm-hmm. and it looked like to me he was starting to show a little. He's getting a little closer yeah. every week, so that way it's like, oh, yeah. I can see Von Miller getting there. But hopefully, there's something there coming. Especially this would be the best week of all, and next week if we do play Lamar Jackson or even C.J. Stroud, you know, th- this these are the games that we're gonna need them. We need. I mean, Von Miller could be exonerated uh, with his on-the-field performance uh, yeah. this year uh, in the next three weeks. And he, I, he knows this, right? He's been in these big games before. Yeah, I expect him to continue to show that this week and maybe a little bit more. I feel like he's just due. It's like that you know, that baseball player that's hitting the ball well and they're hitting line mm-hmm. drives. Like, Von, I feel like it's starting to get there a little bit, but I just feel like one's going to pop. You know, it's going to drop in there between center field and right fielder go out of the park. So I, right. I think it's coming. I think on the one play, um, when he almost had Mason Rudolph, he went he he bend. Vaughn wasn't getting any bend on his mm-hmm. on his knee. And the one play, um, when he came around, you could see that that he was trusting his knee a little bit more. And um, yeah, I, I think he's almost there. You know, I also think that maybe that wake up call of being inactive probably said, Listen, you're not too big to sit. You know, mm-hmm. so we're sitting you, and maybe that gave him a fire underneath his ass to um, I say, yeah. you know, I better get it together. You know, no matter how how much of a veteran a guy is, and you know, sometimes you do need that, right? Maybe Absolutely. there were just some things that McDermott says, "Hey, I need you to give me a little bit more." I mean, you know, you, you're you got a hundred twenty million dollar contract. I know you've come back from injury, but we expect you to now. You know, is it if we get 65 70% Bob Miller? Right, right from what we had last year that's good enough for now so i mean so and prior to that prior to that um that adaptive um sean mcdermott had a presser stating that you know you have to earn your spot so maybe that was like firing putting something underneath up un- underneath him saying you're not promised a, a spot you're not promised a jersey on mm-hmm. game day so yeah. And then we found out that he was, you know, inactive. So maybe all of that in that week was just like, you know, telling him, listen, you better get on it because you're not promised a jersey. Uh, hey, listen, speaking of not promised a jersey to you, I mean, let's talk a little bit about Kyer Elam, right? Woo! Here's a guy that has had a tough, tough year. I mean, it's yeah. a first round pick out of Florida. We expected so much out of him. And to his credit, it, it was funny. Again, I was saying, oh, he hasn't been doing much this year. He's, you know, he's had a lot of trouble and bam, he gets an interception. I mean, such, you know, and maybe that's, you know, that's just good for his confidence going mm-hmm. forward that, that we could trust him and in turn, you know, and maybe his level of confidence will go up. So absolutely. Cause prior to that, prior to that pick, he got, he got bulldozed over and then he got a pass interference and I'm just like, Oh my God. And then he got an interception. So, which is great. You know, I met Kair, um, we had a oh. benefit for um, my, my network and I met oh, him nice. and he just, he's a good guy. Seems he like really it. is a good guy. My son met him as well. He signed his cleats. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a That's good awesome. guy. Like 
I am pulling for him. I just think he has all the traits to mm-hmm. be a top cornerback in this league. Absolutely. I, th- I-, I just think his confidence is a little shook. And mm-hmm. I'm happy what happened to him. Now his confidence is back up. So mm-hmm. hopefully this is this is a turn. You know, T, it's it's such a, a football among probably all the sports. Confidence is such a big a big factor, mm-hmm. right? It, and you got to have that that passion and emotion. You got to have that that swagger, so to speak, right? Yes. And, and I think that interception will probably hopefully enable him to get that swagger back. And and I credit him for continuing to be ready. You know, he, you know, guys like him could have said, "I ah, could have sold, could have demanded a trade." Right. Know, I deserve better, but he he has not done that, and I give him a lot of credit for that. I want to say Jordan Phillips also said something about you guys just don't understand what this man has been through mm-hmm. on his Instagram. I want to say it was his Instagram. So oh. behind mm-hmm. the scenes, we don't know what you know. We really don't know what's going on. So maybe this will you know lift him up mm-hmm. per se. I- Absolutely. And, you know, Dorian Williams, I mean, I, I, I still think I love that pick. When we made that pick and uh, I'm sticking. He's with a him. fun player to watch. Man. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. He's just got that infectious <laughs> personality, right? He's just, he's just like so much energy. He just out there just like, oh, I'm going to just tackle. That's all I want to do is tackle. And you just right. like you could just see his 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 mind is just mm-hmm. racing. And he like he over pursues. We know it. But yes. he's just yeah. like, but we, but once I think once like um, Bobby Babich gets his hands and molds mm-hmm. this kid, yep. he's going to be awesome. Yes, I agree. He's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Because you know, he has have, it as well. We have support on the back end to help those, those mm-hmm. moments too. So, and he's going to have moments like that. I mean, no, oh, no yeah. player is going to be perfect, especially, yeah. but yeah, but I agree that energy he brought in was, was excellent. And again, just credit to the staff, credit to McDermott. For having those guys ready. I mean, yeah. there were really no deer in the headlight moments for any of those those guys. And especially, you know, for Dwayne Williams' first playoff game. Kyrie, um, Kyrie Lim's been there before, but, you know, it, it didn't seem as too big of a moment for him. So mm-hmm. let's hope we'll see if we'll need them going forward this week, but yeah. we'll go from there. So let's pivot into, I mean, we, we're seeing more complimentary football from this team yes. going forward. So that that's something that McDermott always talked about. I know during mm-hmm. our losing streaks, some Pete fans were tired of hearing about it. Oh yeah. But we all know it was true. Right? <laughs> you didn't want to hear it though. It was a trigger word. It was Absolutely. Yeah. Football. What? Yeah. Complimentary, the... Yeah. Complimentary football. Would you leave 12 men on the field or complimentary football? Would you call the bed wrong defensive uh, schemes against the Eagles at overtime? Yes. But I digress, but, but it really is true. And it is. We, we we saw a lot of that this Sunday, and we're gonna need even more of it going this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We we do have a new punter. Well, not a, he's back. I right? you know what? I had to go back because my memory was like, dang, do I? And I went back, and I was like, oh yes, I remember you. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hopefully we but, won't need him. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. I mean, it does explain you know playoff Lenny Lenny Fournette. Oh yes, that squad. does. It. Yeah, disappointing. I, mean, I was hoping for more out of playoff Lenny, but I, I, I don't know. I feel with with Ty, yeah. I, I'm confident now that he's he has really secured that number two spot. So I feel confident what he could bring to the table the rest of the way. So I, I wish Lenny well. I was hoping it would work out for Lenny. Me for too. Now, but, yeah, me too. But, but desperate times, we got to have a punter, right? We can't Absolutely. have our punter with the hamstring. Can he run down the field? That could be a disaster. Oh man, the way he pulled up, I was just like, "Oh, that's not good. That's oh, not yeah. 
Good. Hey, hey, credit Sam Martin for going out and trying to punt again. He, and he actually did okay. Because yeah, I think I it's not good. on his kicking foot, right? It's on his other foot. Yes, that is Cor- correct. Correct? Okay. All Absolutely. Right. So, but I, I think the complimentary football is back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finally. And, and, Yes, absolutely. I mean, we, we yeah, everybody talks in nausea about Josh Allen and and the and Josh Allen this and Josh Allen that, but you know, you you, you have to have complimentary football. You have to have your teams around you to to help him out to put him in those positions to make those big plays that we see. I mean, that's Patrick Mahomes over the years, our, our next opponent, right? Over right, the years, I right. mean, you don't think complimentary football helped him out in some of those clutch plays he made to you know? So he had, he had, he's had several close games too over the years, so. I mean, there was times where, you know, the defense was holding this team down for a while in there, and we would win those games that we would we would have lost like previous um, years. So uh, I'm good. Whatever, whatever, as long as it's one point more than the other team, I don't care. I don't care, especially towards the end of this season when we were trying to – they were trying to win these games to make the playoffs. I didn't mm-hmm. care what happens as long as they played together and mm-hmm. came out on with a W. I did not care how they played. Absolutely. I mean, they'll figure they'll definitely figure that out, mm-hmm. you know, but they yeah. sparked at the right time. We certainly did. And we came away with a 31 17 win. It was a great scene at the stadium with the fans throwing. Oh, yeah. Air, that right? was beautiful. It really was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, a perfect a perfect finish for the Bills in that respect. So the only thing about this game, it came with a price. Um, just yeah. getting into uh, the injuries. But there is something else I wanted to discuss before we get to that. Something mm-hmm. good. Something to get you, that you touched on earlier. Khalil Shakir's extension, ascension, right? I mean, he is really come of age. And you hinted at something earlier about Gabe Davis. If you were GM... I give you the keys, right? <laughs> let's let's not even talk. Uh, we're gonna get. I can't believe we're going to something a little bit in the off season, but I think it ties in. Are you one hundred percent confident to say, Gabe, you've been great, thank you, but you're one hundred percent confident what Khalil Shakir can bring to the table in two thousand twenty four and beyond for this team? Ooh, now, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think we've seen this story several times like I I a lot of people say that Gabe is playing out of position okay but in this in this team this is this is the position he's playing so for me yes I think that he's gonna ask for money mm-hmm. I, I don't see that you know um Brandon Bean is going to because you know Brandon Bean will allow you just not allow because I don't want to say that he lets him do stuff. Um, but for lack of a better word, he lets he allows his players to go and um, listen, go see what, what your market is, you know, and I, he's done it all the time. So this mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be any different when it comes to Gabe Davis. So if Gabe gets an offer and there's going to be people out there wanting a wide receiver and they see what Gabe can do, mm-hmm. Gabe's going to get his money somewhere else. He may mm-hmm. not get it here. Yes. So I, I, I like the fact how and. I didn't like the fact that Gabe is injured. Don't like when our guys are injured. But you can see if Gabe is not in this offense, how this offense will run. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. I feel like Shakir reminds me a little bit of, he has some Cole Beasley in him, but yet he has more explosiveness after the catch. 
especially was, as Cole's career was winding down. Right. Someone said that he reminded, they reminded him of Robert Woods. That's and a I good was comparison. Like, I can see that. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, I so guess yeah. the body type, maybe. Yes. Yeah, number two, right? I mean, I believe they both were number 10, if I remember correctly. Oh, I think so. I think so. Mm -hmm. And But you're right, body type and style. If mm -hmm. Robert Woods played in with Josh Allen in this era – Oh, versus man. the Kyle Orton era, and I, he would have. It's a lot played. of guys, a lot of players that would have played with Josh. Oh yeah. my gosh! Absolutely. Oh my goodness! And look at Whittle puts up something there. Look at that Shakir in the playoffs: eight catches, ten targets, fifteen point three yards per catch. Oh That's my impressive. god! So, yeah, I think we're I think we're definitely seeing that's beautiful. a glimpse a glimpse into the twenty twenty four Bills in and that's just not three. just the playoffs too, but like coming coming into the playoffs, Gate not Gate, but um Shakir was getting numbers. You know, we can't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to dog on on Davis. It's just I I think we're kind of over that, like over that stage, over that you know that song and dance, like. I, I, we need a number two. And I know people say, well, number two is a number two, but we just need another guy to stretch the field, to help out Diggs, to take some pressure off of Diggs. I mean, now we have a running game as well. So, I mean, that helps it, it you know, tremendously as well. So. Yep. And that comes back to the complimentary football, even on offense. Right. I mean, Dalton Kincaid's going to take a step up next year. Oh yeah. Where we will have him as he may be the actual number two target on this team mm -hmm. where maybe you know Shakir is option three or two B so mm -hmm. to speak so I, I'm not too worried about we have to I agree with what you said we need more of the way Shakir's playing then we right. don't have to say oh he's absolutely number two right. I'm not too obsessed about that considering we have more pieces on this team and Josh is getting more of our players involved. Yeah and, and Shakir can play inside and out I believe so yes you yes, know. absolutely. So I, I'm really, really excited about what Shakir could do. And but the bad side of this game, injuries piling up. Yeah. I mean, we could probably spend an hour on this. Oh my god, this is the worst time for our guys to go down. I was just so pissed. I was like, oh my god, another one. Oh my god, and oh my goodness, there's one right there. Like it were just dropping like flies. Like, yep. Great game. We needed this game to move on, but damn, like for yeah, yeah, you know, right now. I mean, we looked at this before, but Taron Johnson limited today in practice with a concussion. Okay. Von Miller vet rest. That's normal. Right. Taylor Rapp and Bale Inspector both did not practice calf in the back. And then Christian Benford with the knee, Terrell Bernard, and Gabe Davis all did not practice with injuries. But we have Dotson and Rasul Douglas is limited. Mm -hmm. And like you said earlier, T, Rasul Douglas could have played last week. So that's the good news. Any feelings on who you, we may see and won't see? I really want to see T Dot, and I need to see Rasul back because if we don't have Benford, because I just feel that he's not going to play. I feel he's not going to play. I mean, Sean McDermott does he? They don't push players to come back, like especially when it comes to ankle. Then we we everybody thought he broke his ankle. So, I mean, and the x-rays came out, you know, great. But to what extent, you know, is he hurt? Um, excuse me, is he hurt? So, uh, that one, that one's kind of scares me. That one right there, Benford. Because we were always, already thin at that position anyway. Absolutely. You know. 
Well, with AJ Klein, I feel we could get adequate playing. If he plays anything, if he plays the way he did Sunday the rest of the playoffs, right? I'm not as concerned. It still hurts losing Terrell Bernard, but I feel it would be adequate enough for what we need. And we saw some plays out of Dorian Williams, and these guys are going to be hungry. We got to yeah. remember the, these players; these are golden opportunities. They're pros. The, 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 I, I'm confident, and with Sean McDermott having a week to prepare, mm-hmm. I feel confident we'll, they'll put them in a position. You know, maybe maybe they won't be playmakers like to, like a Terrell Bernard, and maybe we do take a little step back there. But I'm confident they will not sink. Right. Yeah. If it was a if it was a different quarterback, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes, you know, is a different guy. I know we're going to talk about him, but um, yeah, I I I totally I totally understand. Yeah, hundred percent. So hopefully we'll get some better news on Thursday and Friday as we get closer. Yeah, in terms of the injury front, so we'll see how that goes. But another great news. I mean, Josh is locked in, folks. Yeah. Joshua Patrick Allen is absolutely <laughs> locked in right now. 21 to 30, 203 yards, three touchdowns, four total, no picks. I, I believe there maybe was just one throw in this game where maybe it was like, oh, there's there's the Josh pick we're waiting for, right? But that here's the thing, though. If he would have just a little bit, like maybe six inches higher, that was mm-hmm. a touchdown to Diggs. Yes, yes. The guy it, jumped, and I was like, oh, because Diggs was just – he was right there. He was right yes. there. That was a touchdown. So that yeah. was a good sign, even on, a, even on a throw that was, quote, almost picked. It was almost right there, too. So, right. So that's that's an excellent sign. I expect nothing less out of Josh at this point. So that that's the least of our concerns, and that, that's just a wonderful thing. And, and that's something – you know, we need – I want our fan base to understand. We all noticed, T, we went through the 17-year drought. Oh, yeah. We're in the final eight for the fourth consecutive season. Yeah. I know we want the Super Bowl, right? We have those expectations. Mm-hmm. But to do that four years in a row in this sport with so many injuries, with the salary cap, right? It, it, it's a tremendous feat, only to be duplicated by the Super Bowl era bills from 88 to 91. I know. So for any of you young fans out there, you are pretty much living in that kind of era right now. It's yeah. just it's just harder for us <laughs> to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC now than it was in the late 80s. Yeah, it is. It is. It, so, is. it really is. So um, it's, it's something that we should not take for granted going forward. I, and I get it, right? Because um, for us living through it, and I wasn't technically a Bills fan back then. I mean, I watched them, but I wasn't a Bills fan. Um, but for 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 young people, and I and I hate to do this. To, to be like, oh, Josh just did what he can't. You know, it's like you guys are living in a great time. You have a quarterback now. You haven't – we had – I don't even have many quarterbacks in that drought. We've had a lot. So now we have Josh Allen who can turn it on and turn it off sometimes. He does these crazy throws. He has a perfect game. We haven't seen that when we – I don't. I can't even remember if Jim Kelly had a perfect game. You know what I mean? No, so nothing like that. Thank you. No. You're you're watching something that has never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to tell my my um my co-host sometimes just enjoy the ride. Don't get too emotional when it comes to the highs and lows of a season. I said because you, you'll miss it. Just mm-hmm. just yep. watch and then enjoy, enjoy it because we might not see it again. You know what I mean? So just enjoy it. 
do not take it for granted. I mean, Josh no. Allen started what ninety-seven straight games now, if I if I'm right. remember correctly, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like like Whittle just said, don't forget about the run that made the Steeler Nation fold. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Those I terrible fouls were not waving the same way after that. No, they? no. And the one guy tried to tackle him, got bounced off of him. Yep. You just can't. <laughs> you just can't try to arm tackle Josh. Like no. you know, it's. He was like, everybody said in the headsets, get down, get down. Oh, okay, go, 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 touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be something, though, as a coach, as a GM, mm-hmm. and as a play caller. And you're like, all right, all right, Josh, okay, oh, great job. Like, it's got to be nerve-wracking. <laughs> it sure is. He, he is. To see that that guy coming down there running full full Steve, and like Whittle said, <laughs> terrible towels were used for tears. Yeah, they were, or we were using, or they were using him on the top of the of the snow to stay to keep from getting wet. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you know, we we have relished in this Pittsburgh win, and it's it's been great. But now we pivot to something else, T. And and I'm just going to start it. I'm going to start this out very simply for Bills Mafia and anybody listening. I've been a fan of Steam almost 40 years, right? Went to see them playing Super Bowls, huge games, big playoff games. But I firmly believe this game Sunday night is the biggest game non-Super Bowl in this franchise's history. Considering, see, when we were in the Super Bowl era, we played Saturday at 3. You know how Texans in Baltimore playing 3.30 on Saturday, 4.30 on Saturday? That's when they would put the bills there usually. We're playing Sunday 6.30. We are the primetime game chiefs bills is maybe not to quite the same effect as that these two teams both won multiple super bowls but the niners cowboys in the 90s mm-hmm. right the colts patriots in the mid 2000s that the quarterback matchups the manning the brady the josh patrick mahomes they're three and three against each other in six games here's game seven right now granted they got us in the playoffs twice but i think the feel of this game there has never been a bigger game in this franchise's history, in my opinion, in the regular season playoffs in this game. What what do you think about that? Man, um, everybody was comparing Josh and Mahomes to what? To Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've heard that today. And it's just like they, they definitely have a rival. Like they respect each other. Josh was talking about it today. You know, he respects um, Mahomes, you know, they respect each other. You know, they're friends ultimately off of off of the field. Mm-hmm. The, the Man, this game and now the regular season is the regular season. I mean, as fans, we could talk about it during the regular season. Oh, we beat you. Da, da, da. But when it comes to playoff football and win or go home and knowing that this team can ultimately beat me and send me home. It's a different level. And we've seen Josh on a different level when it comes to playoffs. And we also Patrick Mahomes as well, but mm-hmm. you want as Josh, you want to beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to have that on you. You can't yeah. be, you can't get past Patrick Mahomes. You can't get past, you know, um, the chiefs in an important game. So this game, this game means a lot. It's it's mass it's massive. I mean, I'm going to give you two two things that we could hear in, in this in our spaces in the off season. 
Well, you know, yeah, Mahomes beat us twice, but Josh, yeah, but now we're one and two against you. And in our most recent matchup, we we beat you with some of the chief fans because in our spaces. Or oh, it's great, it's great you won three straight against us in Kansas City, but yeah, we've beaten Josh three straight times and we beat you in your house in, in the postseason. Oh my god. This is a massive shift in it's it's a this is a big we'll look back on this game as part of, as Josh Allen's legacy builds. This is one of those big shifts, right? Against right. The, the man who's the standard now, Patrick Mahomes, and he's earned every bit of that, right? And not just Patrick Mahomes, but Andy Reid, who's mm-hmm. arguably one of the two, you know, maybe three greatest coaches we've ever seen. Right. If you really want to get right down to it. So th- this is a big task, but there is something that's a little bit different this year, T, something What's that we've that? never seen from the Mahomes era. He has to get on a plane. Yeah, and he has to travel to Western New York or some other location besides. G- is it Giha Stadium? Is that how you pronounce that? I've never. You know, I don't even know. <laughs> I've heard so many. They changed it. What it wasn't yeah. it just Arrowhead, right? Decide what did they change it? it? I mean, right? Just decide on its stadium. <laughs> you know, Arrowhead Stadium, whatever you want to call it. But they're leaving the friendly confines of Arrowhead with all those fans going crazy with their chopping and everything. But they're coming to Western New York now. Now, we know the Chiefs have been very good on the road, too. I mean, they've just been a great team in general. Yes. But, you know, we are the best home team in the 2020s. So that is something that I, I'm going to really lean on heavily here. But how much of a factor do you think Mahomes on the road in the playoffs will be versus having the game at home? Um, He said it as well. It's going to be something that he hasn't done. Um. I put something on my link on on Twitter that he had a radio uh, interview and he said, this is something that I'm not familiar with going to, you know, uh, normally we're at home. So and and not even that. This is what this whole season was for. Right. For the Bills Mm -hmm. to have two home games. Mm -hmm. So this is something that we've been wanting for a long time. And in order for us to we they got to be Patrick Mahomes at home because this is what you wanted to do for a long time. This is what ultimately your season was for, to have two home games. You got Patrick Mahomes coming to your house, getting out of his bed. They're not sleeping in their beds. (laughs) They're not familiar with anything. This is where you want them at. So now you have to go out there and beat them. Because like you said, the offseason, if this doesn't happen, man – I don't know. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. It's, it, it's going to be rough. Let, let's not sugarcoat it as fans. <laughs> it's it's going to be rough, but we're going to get to our game predictions, just a little teaser in a little while. So hang in there with us if you're listening. And again, thanks everyone in the comment section. We love the comments coming. So we truly appreciate it. Built to Buffalo. Let's go T. I agree. T you're just killing it. So thanks. Thank again. you. So, this appreciate is great. That. So uh, David Byer said, Josh go nuclear on Sunday. Oh, I sure hope so. Hey, I sure Dave. hope so. From, yeah. So that's my guy welcome. right there. There you go. Yeah. What's up, David? Good to have <laughs> you guys here. And so let's get into, uh, you know, yeah, like, you know, we saw from our team the role players that, that stepped up for us against the Steelers. The Chiefs, I, I was just kind of looking at, at some of their roster, but. We could get to into the matchups too on this too, but what kind of mm-hmm. players? What what kind? What, maybe if you had a key matchup that you were looking at 
in terms of a key for us to win this game? If you had to think of the first thing on your mind that I asked T, hey, T, what is the number one thing that you're looking to stop on Kansas City or a trait or some kind of factor in this game? Drew um, Trankel and Nick Bolton, the linebackers. I think because Nick Bolton was coming, came back from injury and I think Drew Trankel didn't play. Mm-hmm. The last game we played. Yes. And these two can be monsters for Josh. Like if Josh wants to sneak out there and run, those guys are going to be there. Now, I don't know if they put a spy on Josh per se, but these linebackers are fast. So I'm really concerned about these two linebackers. Like, Oh man, I just you know Andy Reid likes to play those mind games, and he's really good. He's really good. These two teams are really good, matched up really well, and Andy Reid knows how to take away something that Josh loves to do. So I just I'm I'm thinking these two linebackers are going to be an X factor for the Bills. You know, I think that's an excellent point, and it, it's incumbent on Joe Brady to keep right. Yeah, you know, to keep them off balance and Steve Spagnolo, who is a multiple Super Bowl winner himself, off balance and guessing to maybe open things up where Josh can run the ball at times. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Josh fall in love with running too much. Yeah. This game, I if the game is close and it's it's nip and tight, you'll stay within yourself, stick, stick to the game plan, stick to get keeping getting James Cook the ball, getting Ty Johnson the ball, spreading it around not taking too, too many chances and stay within ourselves and trust that our defense can, can come up with big stops as well. So, And that's the, important, those I think, of, though. Mm-hmm. Our defense has to step up. Like, yeah. we need our guys. And I know Daquan Jones wasn't playing the last game that we played. We faced them, that, right? That is so, correct. Ed Oliver, and when those two are together, like, they need to step up. And I don't know who's going to play, who's going to sit, um, because what is his name? Oh, my God, why am I bringing brain fart? Um it's okay. Joseph. I Joseph. Yeah. I think he needs to hopefully he gets a jersey because he's a run stopper, right? Yes. And that, so. you know, that that is my number one key is okay. Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco for me is the guy that this current Kansas City Chiefs team, he makes them go to me. Yes. You know, when he starts doing his angry runs and have you ever seen a guy <laughs> run with more conviction? He runs like he is mad at the ground. I respect, I respect the way he, he runs. I, I just yeah. love it. He gets me. Yes. He's like, this is my last run ever in my life, and I'm going <laughs> to run everybody over who gets in my way. Right? That <laughs> It's incredible. I, I, I really do respect him in that respect. Mm-hmm. But you need to hold him to – let me give you – I'll give you a, a number. Okay. 15 carries, 60 yards, something like that. Pedestrian numbers. He may rip off a 15-yarder, so we, we tend to give those plays up once in a while. The right. screen game is something we got to watch too. Sometimes we've had some issues with that in the past. So that those are, I feel like if we could contain those things, T, Mahomes is going to eat a little bit. Mm-hmm. We know he's Mahomes, right? I know he's mm-hmm. not doing it this year as he used to. They're averaging 22 points a game, but this is the playoffs. We know Mahomes right. is going to get his. We know Kelsey's going to get some of his, even though he's not quite the same player as he was in the past. But to me, if you contain Pacheco, because if Pacheco starts ripping off big yards, it just opens up so many possibilities 
for this offense where Andy Reid could do his magic, and that, and that could be that could be a, a big, big, uh, a big problem. And but you Whittle's know what? Right, though? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You said need games. Could not agree more. That is a must in this game. We we got to control. We, we, we have to keep this chief team off the field. You were saying. Yes, time of possession is very important. Um, I think, you know, we've just had two, quote unquote, two running backs in here that were supposed to run us over, right? And yep. we held them to, I want to say, 36 yards and I'm um, just freestyling right here, 36 and maybe yep. 23 or something like that. I mean, Pacheco is going to they're going to hand the ball ball off to him. If we don't have a busted run like we always do, like you say, I think we'll be fine. I'm not really concerned. Yes, I'm worried about the run game, but I'm more worried about Patrick Mahomes and um, finding Kelsey this game. Because last game, not saying that he had a breakout game, but that, that offense looked better than it ever did during the, um, the regular season. Absolutely. And oh, yeah, just to back up what you said, you're right. Najee Harris, 12 carries, 37 yards. Jalen Warren, eight carries, 38 yards okay. against us last week. And, you know, considering that was our focus, and that's what, yeah, I really didn't fear Mason Rudolph throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. That, that was an excellent job. Again, considering the guys that we lost, especially in the linebacking group, mm-hmm. excellent job by us. So we need that to continue. I, I think that is a paramount importance. I, I would say that's number one. And we cannot forget, you mentioned Trinkle. We cannot forget about Chris Jones. This guy oh, yeah. is a game wrecker. We, we, it, yeah, but, but yeah, this speaks to Kansas City's defense uh, and how far they've come. They're, yeah. they're the youngest, they're the youngest off defense in the NFL. That's scary. Are they? Me. Yes, I believe that they oh, are. Oh, my goodness. At this point. So think about that for the future uh, AFC teams. That's that's not a that's not a fun proposition going forward. But I'm not wow. worried about next year. I'm worried about twenty. Yeah, I don't season. really care. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? But, not even that. Chris Jones might not be there next year. So that's true. So well. let's. let's hope <laughs> we, could, we could send him on his way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bye bye. Like how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers maybe said Jason Kelsey to retirement bowl. Not maybe even or fired the goals too. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, absolutely. But it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be such a wild scene at Highmark. Yes. I, I just now a, another factor T, and this is something that if anybody in the group chat could give me something, because I know are you getting snow right now, by the way? Are um you? I am not. So I'm in my like the city of Buffalo, no snow right now. We had it like okay. earlier six it was really like bad whiteouts whatever they just canceled my um i'm working from home again today i'm tomorrow um uh, yeah right uh but they're supposed to be getting more tomorrow in the south towns and i'm like 15 20 minutes 20 minutes away from south town so yeah but as of right now it's not doing anything it's supposed to be really nice not nice let me not say nice (laughs) it's supposed to be sunny um sunday but by the time they're playing, it's going to be, you know, nighttime, whatever. But it's not supposed to snow. So it's supposed okay. to be like the game we had on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Something like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Early, I just uh, was looking this up while you uh, – nice, balmy 23 degrees for yeah. the high in Orchard Park <laughs> on Sunday. Beautiful. Wind speed, 11 miles an hour. Reasonable. Mm, yeah. Considering Orchard Park in January. So right. And way the, the way the wind blows in that freaking stadium, it's crazy. 
I, I want to ask you, and I know this is not on the docket, but can I ask you something? Sure. Do you think we have a kicker problem? I'm glad you brought that up. The, my confidence level in Tyler Bass, if I had to put it from a zero to a 10, it's probably about a two and a half. Oh my and God. Now listen, Ali, I understand last week, you know, this game passed this past week, very, very cold temperatures. I saw a tweet that was a very interesting stat. Now we're not going to hit this temperature, but under 10 degree games and under 10 degrees, you know, that there's never been a field goal kicker that's kicked a 50 yard or more ever. Oh, really? Never. The ball's so hard that, it, it is hard to get the length oh. of the kick. So that's another big factor in this game, too. Between the 40 and 20-yard line in the opposing team, like when we're moving in on Kansas City, we're at the mm -hmm. 35, we're at the 40. We don't want to get stuck there and force McDermott to have Bass kick a 50-yarder. I think gotcha. that, that's a great point by you uh, about Bass because – Let's look at the last few games we played against Kansas City. 13 seconds. The game this past week, we had three-point win, four-point win, 24-20. These are close games, right? Yeah. So in that little area of at the KC 45 or 40 mm -hmm. to their 30, we need to own that spot. We need yeah. to get third and three. Let's say it's third and three, right? We need to get a first down. Yeah. We can't beat a fourth or three. And Sean's like, hmm, let's kick the field goal. We missed. No, let's not. Right. <laughs> and now I understand Bass had a block last week. But I still do. I still feel very shaky. Even those extra points, he doesn't. Yes, same. This this past week, I was like, I'm saying to my friend, I'm like, didn't we just extend him? Like, what is going yeah. on? I've never had to be worried about a, our kicker bass, and all of a sudden now, yeah. you're on my top priority right now of concern. You know, kickers are similar. It's not quite the same, but. It's like goalies in hockey or even pitchers in baseball. Sometimes they're just fickle. Sometimes, it, like you said, it's such a confidence thing that if you just lose that that confidence, mm -hmm. it seems to really affect them. Yeah, like and a shooter in basketball as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, it, you know, the game is 90% mental sometimes, right? Yeah. So with Bass, it may be that. But I, I that is a big key right there. We yeah. absolutely have to own that part of the field. And I want to – Kansas City has an excellent kicker themselves. Yeah. But we, we really want to keep them when they get to our 40. We want to force them into decisions where maybe they got to try a field goal. Maybe, maybe they do miss a field goal. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, Harrison Bucker is a, you know, I mean, is a good kicker. But again, in these conditions and how cold it's going to be, mm -hmm. I do not expect that to be a 52, 53 yeah. yard field goals. I do expect a lot of four down territories, especially with these two coaches. And have it, these two quarterbacks, they're going to be more aggressive. Right. Yeah, but they that are. Is a Especially huge factor. They, they're, you're, you're very aggressive when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, again, win or go home. So, mm -hmm. you know, we need Bass to be in the right state of mind. Mm -hmm. And we've, you know, Coach Smiley is someone we recall for his head a few times this year, too. <laughs> Especially middle of the season. They have been better of late. Yes. But yes. we need that to continue, and I think that's a great point and a very, very underrated part of this game. Everybody's talking about Allen and Mahomes, and we get that. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the national talk, but that could decide this game. Right, three phases a of football. Absolutely. So another another thing to watch, we just need to continue good, strong play from our offensive line in general. Just mm -hmm. keep Josh upright. You know, keep him from getting pressured too much. Give him some good, clean pockets. We absolutely have to have that continue against an excellent Kansas City front seven. Definitely. So that that that's just a general – because our theme 
for this podcast has been about the team, right? We talked about all the players that we're utilizing in our offense. We need that to continue. It's got to be a little bit of production from everybody. This is against our nemesis. This is against the, the gold standard for us, the team that we've had our eye on really since 2019, 2020. Yes. And now we're in 2024, and we're still trying to slay that dragon. Yeah, as, sure. as Whittle said in one of his tweets this week, so I'll use I'll use a Whittle line there. Slay so, the dragon. And I like another it. another great point by Whittle: the crowd noise will be a factor against the communication of that young KC team. I agree. I think that's going to be a, a major major factor in this game. And we need Bills Mafia. Any of you are going. We know Leeshawn's going to be the voice of 20. We already know that. <laughs> so we, we all know. So add about 20 more people to that. Because he has levels think that I've never seen. So David's but, going and so is Whittle. And I'm hopefully excellent. Whittle will have his voice back. So he yeah, can, Whittle. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need to rest well. up. We, we have Whittle as day-to-day. He's at a limit. He's at a limited. If we had Whittle on injury report right now for the podcast, if you listen, it's limited. He's behind right. the scenes. We're gonna have and, some uh, team with some it? limit. Yeah, hey, dog 26. I see you down there. Hey, there he is. He comes. <laughs> what are we Listen, here, I'm, ladies and gentlemen? I'm day to day, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a go for game day, right? Believe that. <laughs> That's good. Shout out to everybody that pulled up, man. I appreciate everybody. It's great to y'all, see you. I'm doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, too. You've been fantastic. Yeah, thank so. you for sure. Absolutely. But we are, we are getting to the closing part of this, and I'm going to throw this to our group chat too with all the great people in there tonight anna dog jason whittle everybody that's in here david everybody at mike sugar yan i see you in there i want some predictions we are at the Ooh. time we are at the moment of truth bill's chief 6 30 jim nance with tony romo Tony Romo saying, I can't look, Jim. I can't look at this play. <laughs> right? We're at that point right now. Where are we at right now? Let's Ooh. throw down some predictions. I, I want you to have the, the grand finale for this team because you've been so great today for joining Okay. So I will okay. start us off with this. I, when the playoffs started, and some of us I've spoke to, and, and they know it, I really thought out of all the games we have in this journey, this was going to be the most difficult one for us to get over, right? We we touched on Indianapolis, New England, Peyton Manning. Right? Remember, the, he had a few games where he uh-huh. just could not beat Tom Brady. Yes, the Colts could not get him. Then they got him at home in the AFC title game. They beat him 38-35, and they just got him. I think Joseph Adai had a touchdown, if I remember uh-huh. correctly, or something like that. So, and I felt that was the moment the Colts said, "Finally, we finally got our nemesis." I know it's a different sport where we've seen it with the Boston Red Sox and Yankees. Once the Red Sox got over the Yankees, their yep. big dragon, they said, I'm a Yankee fan. They slayed that dragon. Boston went on to win not one, but three more World Series after that. I felt as an organization, it just empowered them to new heights, right? right. It got, and, we're, and this is our nemesis now. Yeah. Are like we going to do man. it? Yep. Are we going to do it? I think you brought up a huge point about the special teams. The big key, we need Tyler Bass to be excellent. We need our, our punting game to be excellent, coverage to be good, everything uh-huh. on point there. Keeping Josh clean, like you said, tur- keep a turnover to maybe one. I mean, we still may get that Josh Allen turnover. Our O-line time. has to be on point. 
O-line has to be on point. Josh Allen is in the zone right now. Definitely. And all credit to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. These guys have been amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to you have to be in awe. Two two Super Bowls. They've been the three Super Bowls within four years, right? They've been the three. Yep. The one, two. We're we're dealing with a dynasty. But I think it's time, T. I think so too. I think it's time. Is it gonna be a nervous game? You betcha. Is this gonna be a game where we're gonna <sighs> feel like we're gonna lose? You betcha. We are. I expect a 24-20 Bills win. I'm calling it by four. Confidence level's not at a 10 because I respect the Chiefs too much. Yeah. But I'm going to roll with Josh Allen. I'm going to roll with what we've built since 2017, since the day Sean McDermott stepped in this building, the day that Brandon Bean stepped in this building, and when we took Josh Allen. I think I like this it. is what, everything we've built. The, and listen, I'm not disrespecting what we have after that. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk after this or anything. But I feel like now this is the time. And I'm going to give one more shout-out in our group chat. Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Sean is in the house. And What's I agree. Up? You're damn right it's time. <laughs> Lee Sean. You can hear him screaming. Okay? I can hear him already. <laughs> I can hear him going crazy already. And it's got me all fired up. So yeah. we got some others. Coast that Whittle is calling 2713 Bills. I Whoa. love it. Whoa. Jason's calling 24-17 Bills. Dog is calling the Bills by four. So what say you, T? The floor is yours. So um, I hate games like this. I really do. But I love it because it brings out the competition. It brings it, – it, it. everybody gets to another level, right? You want to see Josh take a step. You want to see what, what your wide receivers can do. You want to see – how that old line is going, you know, to, to gel together. Um, I think Josh is just ready, right? If there's any time, the time is now. The mm-hmm. guys are fully understand the assignment, right? Kansas City is in the way. I've said this before. They're in the way. I said it about Pittsburgh. You're in the way. I'm saying about Kansas City. You're in the way. These guys have been hungry since it was six and six. They knew the mission. They knew that that that, that uh, Miami was chirping, talking, and they said they continued to say, "This is still our division. You have to go through us, even though we weren't even nowhere near you. You had to take it from us." And we beat them. We beat the Steelers. I think we're gonna beat. I know we're gonna beat the Chiefs. My prediction is, and I don't even do predictions, but I'm I'm gonna do it on here. I'm gonna say right. 27 to 24, the Bills win. It's gonna yeah. be, it's not gonna be a Taylor, a Tyler Bass kick. No. <laughs> After what we just talked about. No. Josh is gonna go out there and handle this business. Period. I would love Josh Allen to win this game on a game winning drive. Me too. If I had to paint the perfect story, that's the way I want it to be. And I want it to be Diggs because of all the things he's dealt oh, with this year. Un, un, unreasonable arrows being thrown his way. We could get to that for another hour. Yeah. But I, that's my perfect scenario for the end of this game. Because if I had to- 
he's had a season to where what's going on with Diggs? Like well, he was been targeted a lot, and now that Joe Brady's here, he's not being targeted at all. What's going on with him? Why? Why is he not um a, a fickle point in this offense? It's like, okay, do you do you even hear Diggs saying anything? No, we don't. No, no. so. No. And we're not going to say anything. If he's cool with it and he's all right with winning, because the Bills are winning. Mm-hmm. They're winning. They sure are. They sure are. Oh. So the stage has been set. And Donna picked 31-17 Bills. I see Party <sighs> RD and Sugar Yand in there. So thank you all for joining us. Yes. Now, what's left? What do we do next? <laughs> We wait a few days. We got to get through three playoff games. And they're going to be exciting, too. Don't get me wrong. They are. They're all going to be exciting. Whittle Whittle is on fire. As bad as Dallas looked, maybe we need to rescue little bro Diggs. Yeah, maybe we need to start tweeting at him. Okay. We need to rescue him out of (laughs) Dallas because apparently your head coach is still staying there. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's, yeah. I got some Dallas fans. I know I I already have the tweet. coming at me there he is <laughs> I, I, I had to step in real quick because uh this is a very pivotal moment not only of the season but um just in the uh career trajectory of both josh allen and, and um sean mcdermott uh so hold on one second let me get prepared fully yeah okay. nice that is the uh AFC East Championship uh, official hat, and I, I, I just want to say, I just want to say this: um, we we have fought with this team since 2020. We th- this Josh Allen and Sean McDermott have fought not only with that with with the Kansas City Chiefs, but now it's the Bengals as well, and. Behind all of that is also the history of the Buffalo Bills, right? So everybody looks at us to say, oh, the Bills, boy, I love losing Super Bowls and four straight. You guys will never get it done. Patrick Holmes in the way. Look at the situation that they're in right now. They're at home. It's a uh it's a it's a home divisional playoff game. In the snow, I mean, it's going to be snow and cold all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Patrick Mahomes' weakest Chiefs roster so far of, of of his, you know, career. There is no Tyreek Hill. There is no Juju. You know, it, it's it's him, a uh, Travis Kelsey, and you know, and Pacheco and Rashid Rice. I mean, those guys are just guys right now. Uh, they do have a great defense, um, but we have Josh Allen. We saw what Josh Allen could do against. We, we know what Josh Allen could do against a great defense, right? He can shred a great defense. Um, we have excellent playmakers on this team. Stephon Diggs, uh, Khalil Shakir. We got a pair of tight ends that might be the best tight end duo in the NFL. Um, we have a an extremely great – I mean, we have an extremely good complement of running backs in James Cook and Ty Johnson. Uh, even though our defense is battered and, and bruised up, 
I, I think Dorian Williams is, is a very live tackler. Terrell Dodson is a live tackler. Like those guys look to hit and hurt mm-hmm. people when they like that. They're, they're looking to make clean contact and drive the ball carrier into the turf as far as they can. They're trying to push them into the sun, into the center of the earth if they could. Um, <laughs> we've got an extremely smart pair of safeties back there who may have lost a step, but their, their experience keeps them still productive. Um, I think Rasul Douglas was an excellent pickup. I think where he's from matches the city of Buffalo and the type of struggles that happen in the city of Buffalo happen in East Stars, New Jersey. So he can automatically relate to what the city is about and what this team is about. And Sean McDermott always preaches, we work for everything. We earn everything. Here, we, nothing is given. You earn it. Kaya Elam right. has earned his snaps. Josh Allen has earned his spot. He he doesn't get the accolades. There are no MVPs. They're, he didn't even get a Pro Bowl vote. He didn't even get a Pro Bowl vote. Right? He's been a second team All Pro, never a first team All Pro. Right. A second team All Pro. <clears throat> Led the NFL in touchdowns. Everything that we need, everything that we want is right in front of us. As, as Bills Mafia, as the Buffalo Bills, if you don't beat them now, when do you do it? When do you get it done? Right, right. It, it, this is the time. They're coming into our building, sixty thousand plus. Oh, Western man. New York, Western New Yorkers, Buffalo Bills fans, screaming, throwing snowballs in the air, making it loud, making it a rocket around, banging the bleacher seats. Smacking the side walls of the of the uh, of the stadium, stomping their feet, raising absolute hell. Every, you think those guys have ever played in anything like that before? Don't talk to me about your road games in the regular season. I don't care because when we beat the Chiefs in the regular season, the Chiefs fans said it's not the playoffs. So yeah, you look great right. in the playoffs. You look great on the road, Mahomes. In the regular season, this isn't the regular season. This is the playoffs. And this is not the playoffs. This is not the playoffs in Philly. It's not the playoffs in in, in Los Angeles. It's not the playoffs in Denver. It's not the playoffs in in Cincinnati. It's the playoffs in Western New York. It's the playoffs with Bills Mafia, one of the hungriest fan bases, who's been to the the big dance four times and four times has come up short. They can take – we can taste it right now. Oh, yeah. It is right there in front of us. What is left after Patrick Mahomes? We've beaten everybody else. We beat the 49ers. We beat them already. We've beaten the Texans. We beat them 40 to nothing last year or a couple years ago, whatever it was. Uh-huh. We beat them. <clears throat> we always beat the Ravens. <laughs> so what's left? What is left? The Lions? What's left? It's just Mahomes. Beat Mahomes in your building, and you're going to and you're going to Vegas with a chance to bring home a Lombardi. That's how this works. That's what's what's on the plate this weekend. Don't play with your food this weekend, boys. It's time to go out and get it. And if you don't do it now, when you do it, it's got to be now. Now is the time. It is. Wow. It is. 
Could not agree more. Yeah. Could not agree more. Got to change the narrative. Yep. It's a golden opportunity. So, it's right in front of us. We, we have nobody to look at but ourselves right now. I know we got the injuries, but everybody's got some injuries. Guys are hurt in this league. We have our relative core intact for this game for the most part. We have everything we need to get this W on Sunday night. Yeah. And I haven't been really on, on Twitter like that because of whatever stuff going on. But, I, I mean, of course, there's people that is talking crazy. But I haven't really heard too too much unless I'm missing something. I haven't seen or heard a lot of people going crazy at the Bills. So maybe they are nervous as well because they're maybe they know that their offense is not what it was maybe last year or two years ago. You know, this high, high powering offense that they they um they ride on. They know that Josh is has this offense. Some people say that this offense is not clicking, but I'll say that he's spreading the, the ball around more. It looks different now for most people, but it looks good for me because you're spreading the ball around. It's not just one particular person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jason's yeah. calling a Bills Texans AFC championship game. What do you think of that prediction? Oh, wow. Oh, no. I'm, it, you know, it's, but these wild cards, we don't decide a wild card anymore, but these games, I mean, it, it's going to be crazy because someone's going to get upset, right? Mm -hmm. Like these number one seeds <laughs> that was sitting all day and all week. Something's something's gonna happen. Something's gonna there, happen. There are not many quarterbacks playing better than CJ Stroud and Jordan Love right now, the last seven or eight weeks of the season. Yeah. So that that's gonna be that those are gonna be very compelling games. So it should that be Jordan Love shocked me though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Th this is my favorite week of football yes. of the year. The final eight, you get the best you get four usually very good quality games. I mean, Tampa, Detroit, I think that's even gonna be a better game than people give it credit for. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to all four of those games. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting right in front of the TV watching. <laughs> so sure. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> all right, folks. I'm gonna wrap this yeah. thing up. We'll put a bow on it. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right, you've been listening to Coast to Coast. This is. Um, we're here. You know. Pay attention, guys. We're here. <laughs> Like if you if you if you're not watching us on YouTube right now, please go on to YouTube, uh, go to the Coast to Coast uh, podcast channel. You can uh, like and subscribe. Uh, I'm Waddle Two K at Waddle Two K. You can follow me on Twitter. Just that that's how you can find everything that we're doing. You can go right there, and uh, it's links to everything. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna work on the uh, link tree. And, and try to get that put on the uh, Twitter as well, and uh, so we're also gonna we're also on Apple and uh, Spotify as well. So, uh, but but the link tree will have all of that stuff uh, locked cool, in. Cool. Uh, but but T, thank you for filling in. I appreciate yeah, no it. problem. I've a little bit of a break. Um, yeah, we literally got to save that voice. You got to save that voice, yeah, man. You got to save it for Sunday. Yeah, yeah man. Um, and uh, you know, beyond as always, brother, thank you, you know, for 
for stepping up and, and, and taking the lead today. Um, a shout out to everybody out there that's that's in the Buffalo area. Um, you know, doing your best to deal with the snow. My buddy out there, shout out to PJ. Shout out to PJ Nixon, my man. Um, he he sent me some videos of him outside uh, shoveling the snow and some. Uh, the dude's a nut, man. He jumped off his second floor balcony. What? It's <laughs> crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. He goes. Oh, yeah. he, he, he goes to the games in in whatever weather and takes his shirt off. He's one of those. Oh guys. my god! Oh yeah. my god! He'll be there Sunday, and he won't have a shirt on, guaranteed. Oh guaranteed. my god! Yeah, he's a and nut. Also, he's a yeah, nut, and I love and, him. And to, it's everyone in Buffalo, please stay safe. I mean, you know, these storms are no joke. You know, we, we saw, unfortunately, last year with some of the terrible, you know, deaths that occurred last year was over 47, I believe, that died yeah. those terrible storms last year. You know, and T, you stay safe too. You're in family. Thank you. Thank you. you know, just be careful, everyone out there. It's, you know, it's definitely a thing. Uh, T, for everyone out there, how do you, how do we follow you on Twitter? Um, T, Estelle, um, um, Oh my God, I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah, TSL Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. I'm part of the Building Buffalo Network. So if you you follow them, you can yep. find me over there as well. So yeah. And Absolutely. my show comes out on Thursdays at two o'clock live on Facebook. And um, yeah, all that. Um, YouTube, all that. Go over there, subscribe if you like. If not, great. No big deal. And we'll see that if 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 uh, you subscribe to Built in Buffalo, we'll see your podcast pop up there on Thursdays yep. at two o'clock. Yep, yep. Excellent. So anyone out there, you could do that as well, or follow T at T at T Stell underscore B I B. So please get out there and follow her, please. Excellent Thank follow. Excellent show. Yes. And we and really make sure appreciate. Follow Built in Buffalo. Follow Built in Buffalo as well. Like they they got they got some great content over there. They put yes. some good stuff out Monday um, through Sunday. Uh, a friend, a, Yes, Monday through Sunday. There's a show on every night. Uh, one of our one of a friend of the, a friend of the show, well, two friends of the show, Kevin uh, Kevin Mastery and Kevin mm-hmm. Syracuse have a podcast as well out there. Excellent show. Um, excellent. Listen, Kev is my go-to guy. Whenever yes. I need a stat, if I'm in the middle of a if I'm in the middle of an <laughs> argument, no, about the Bills, I will pause it and get to Kev and say, Kev. Where's What's Kevin? The- <laughs> this, 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 yep. this. And listen, I mean, like you can hear the keys in the background. He's like, click, 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 click. <laughs> yep, he go. and he gives me the information, yeah. and I'm right back at it. I'm at somebody's neck. So yeah, shout out to Kev. Shout out to the Cavs, <laughs> man. And, uh, yeah. Shout out to Bill, Bill in Buffalo. Shout out to Dave. Yeah. Shout out to everybody with the whole crew. Um, yeah. One um, more, one more yeah, quick thing about this game that I forgot to mention. What's that? Hockey, Hockey okay. Lee is the ref. On oh, yeah. Now, we didn't Wasn't get he to the this. ref in uh, Philly. Was he the ref yes. in Philly? But it was funny because Kevin tweeted it. And then I saw Kevin comment to give me some hope is that he gives home teams a lot of the calls. So I'm like, hmm, okay, that's better. Like at first, I got okay, upset, you're right, like, though. He did. So he owes <laughs> us. He owes he us. He owes us Yo, a big favor. Josh should us. go up to him and say, you yep. remember, right? <laughs> well, yeah, let's, hope that's a, let's hope that was a negative positive right there, where it sounded bad, and then it turned out I know, out when you said that, table. I was like, yeah, right. And then you said home team. I was like, oh, yeah, he owes us. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, so hey Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia. If he makes a bad call, there's snowballs that can be created. <laughs> Hello? Uh, not telling you what to do with him. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Mm, just look to Little. He's there in the stands, too. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody pulling up once again. Uh, thank you. It's been another great uh, it's been another great conversation. Um, I sat in the background and enjoyed every minute of it. Thanks, um, and, you know, we look you. to do this again next week. Yeah, y'all are natural, man. I, I was talking to Lee Sean, and I said, man, I'm about to just stay on this producer tip, man. It is not easy. You told me this before, man. It's not easy when you're not here, man. It's just not. It's like, yeah. oh, man. I was nervous in the beginning, but T, T made it so much better for me. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you. Fantastic. So we look forward to collab with you again. Yes. Just let me know. I am Absolutely. there. I got you are you a VIP member of the Coast to Coast podcast. Thank you. And we, need, and we need and we need to get the invite onto your show. Yes. yes. I, it's so tough doing it during the season. I don't know how you guys have um, guests on the season. I can't. I cannot. Yeah. Calling up, hey, can you do? I can't do it. My off season is when I have a lot of guests. So. You definitely in the off season. You guys are definitely coming on. I just can't do it. Sure. We'd be honored. We'd be yeah. honored. Thank you. Honor. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, uh, and now uh, listen, uh, man. Shout out to everybody again. Like I keep saying that, but I'm trying to trying to end it off. We'll put a bow on it, tie it up. But shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, fans for Sport Net Sports Network. Shout out to um, all the Steeler fans over there that I need to talk to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we I don't, told you, we don't want it, you know, we don't want in particular. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, but yeah, shout out to all of the uh people on Twitter that um that mess with us, man. We appreciate it. That's what you know, that's what we that's what we began. So mm-hmm. um shout out to all of y'all, man. Much love to all of y'all. Thank you for the, the support. Shout out to the Bills Mafia Twitter community. Y'all hold us down. We love it. We love y'all, like we are a family. We're gonna ride for each other. Um yeah, and we all we gonna hold each other accountable. Uh, and um, and shout out to uh, Facebook and and all the family and friends that still support. Um, thank you. And if you, you caught it live, great. If you catch it on the playback, we appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, trying to get our trying to keep our numbers up, and um, you know we'll see where we where, where we go from here. But um, wherever we go, you know we want to take y'all with us. So. Uh, thank y'all again, and um, you know we end this off the same way we do every week. Go Bills, beat the go Chiefs. Bills, beat the go Chiefs. Bills. <laughs> Peace, Let's go. Have a great <laughs> yes, weekend. go. Have a great week, everyone. You too. You too. What what better time to do it than now? Beat the right Chiefs now. <laughs>